Aces. We're back in action this week for Only Sport, and we've got two massive guests, our faves, Ads and Dunks. Well, Dunks not in the building, but Ads was. We had Dunks online, and we recapped the massive US trip over the Christmas break with Dunks. He met Curry. He met Kelsey. He did the New York Jets tour. He did everything. And then we also talk about a moment where Ads went one-on-one with Dwayne Johnson. Oh, plenty on this podcast. You don't want to miss it. Tune in right here. We all love an impressive performance on the field. And now, thanks to our latest sponsor, Pilot, you can have an impressive performance in the bedroom too. Pilot provides Aussie men with the clinical tools to treat bedroom issues like erectile dysfunction and premature ejaculation. Not a fan of the doctor's office? Pilot is all online, so you can sort it out right now over the phone. And with free delivery Australia-wide, you can be back on your game in no time. Head to pilot.com.au today and get started. Play hard until the final whistle with Pilot. Aces, I know I always go on about the Rixies, but I got huge news. We have all our styles and colors restocked on the website right now. It's been months. We ran out of stock, but we're back. Get online, grab some sunglasses at rickseyewear.com.au right now and use our little discount code ACES if you want a 20% discount code on the house. Righto, let's get into the show. Welcome back to Only Sport. We've got two special guests in the building, some guests that you're very familiar with, our American Aces faves. They've got a podcast with us. It's going to be even bigger this year. We've got ads and we've got dunks. Thanks for joining us live from Brisbane Dunks. We hope you're going well. Uh, love your hat, mate. We're going to talk about what's underneath the hat <laughs> later, won't we, Ads? There's something special that we're going to reveal. Uh, but thank you both for being here. And we obviously would do it in person uh, if we could, but this is the best we can do. It's a great setup. Rolling media, they just, they can roll out the guests. You know, you can sit next to me and then we can get you live online. It's really heating up. Thank you for tuning in. But Ads, I'll start with you, mate. How you been? How's the preseason going? Great to see your face. Yeah, good to see you again, mate. Um, yeah, going well. We are a couple of weeks in now. Post Chrissy break and um, off air, we we're just talking about how old we're getting. We're uh, yeah. almost thirty-one, the both of us, and I'm obviously still playing. I'm definitely feeling all a bit thirty right now because uh, the kilometres in the legs right now are absolutely horrendous. The training that we're doing, we're um, you know ramping our training up at the moment in terms of just pure running and. Um, it's not fun, let's be honest, especially when you get older. So, um, well, mate, 31, <laughs> I just watched LeBron James, the king, just oh, yeah. absolutely dominant. me to LeBron well, James. he's 38 he's moving better than he ever has. So maybe, you know, you're, you're going to change the mindset there. You're still young. No, I know, I know. I, um, I, try and afford, I always try and find ways to make me feel fresher and younger and, um, you know, disregarding that. So I, uh, I feel good. I was yeah, just feel really 30, good. 31, right? 31st? Is that a part? Like, you know, when young at 20, I haven't had a big party since me 21st. 31st, yeah. is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. I could think, it be a thing? I think from now going forward, probably any birthday could be a thing. Yeah, 32nd, yeah. 33rd, 34th. Yeah, yeah, sure. But um, yeah, no, I'm um, feeling good, mate. I uh, am ready to uh, have a really good training block this next uh, little bit. And then we're in the games, mate. We're, we're almost into practice games within the next couple of weeks. And then the season will be here before we know it's it. It's around the corner. Uh, as we record this podcast, it's divisional it week. Is. So we won't talk about results or anything that's just current because this will come out a week after, but yeah, mate, it's it's heating up the AFL season and NRL and, and the NFL season's almost over, which is quite sad. What about you, Dunks? How are you going, mate? How's everything up there in Brisbane? Talk to us. Going well, mate. It's bloody, it's actually been really hot up here. 
of late. Um, today, I think, was 44 when I got my car post-training. So um, wow, it's geez. bloody I – sent, I sent Adzi a Snapchat and I was like, wow, it's bloody <laughs> hot. If it's that hot, is that why you maybe do something to your head? Can we get a little reveal of the mop? Oh, he's gone early. I've gone, gone early, early, but it links in with the weather. Maybe you just give lighten us a the look. load. Have a, have a, a look at this. Hey. 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 So when he showed That'll me, do. actually, when he, when he showed me yesterday, he FaceTimed me and um, I actually thought it was a filter. So he's faced on me. I've I've looked twice. Like, what the heck? And I was like, "Is that real?" He goes, "Yeah, I've just done it." And I was like, "Wow, oh, it was it looks Richo good." <laughs> <laughs> but it looks good. I feel like if it's nah, sort of suited, nah, yeah, yeah, good looking rooster. Yeah, I was just looking. at Yeah, you don't need to call pile up with the receding hairline. <laughs> no you are way. laughing there, Dunks. Um, no, nah, it looks great. I like the shape. I, I, I couldn't do it. I got a pinhead. You know, Dunks has got a great <laughs> I melon. I reckon you'd be all right with no. the shape, nut. Well, the big ears, mate. Oh, no yeah. way. Oh. Imagine, imagine a pinhead with big chompers. <laughs> <laughs> with a with a shaved nugget. <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry, mate. I cut you off. I've got to be excited with the uh the shaved head. So how's it all going up there again? Yeah, it's going well, mate. It's uh as Hadzi said, it's that time of the preseason where we're getting the K's in the legs and um working pretty hard. So looking forward to getting in some games. I think we're playing in like six weeks' time. Like that's round zero. So uh we're into it very shortly. Being only sport, I want to talk about other sports outside of AFL for a moment, Dunks. Your trip to America, I don't know many people that have this kind of trip at that time of the year. It's quite special. You've got great contacts over there. Can you just run us through play-by-play, especially with Jason Kelsey, who I think is probably the biggest name in the NFL at the moment Mm. with his podcast, Mm. with his, you know, he's obviously he's out, he just retired, his brother's uh, just, you know, just won a divisional and he's in the – Box with Taylor Swift, chugging beers with no shirt on, <laughs> high five and Bills fans. He is he looks like the best bloke ever. You met him, you hung out with him. What was he like? He was good, mate. I think exactly exactly how you see him online and on you know videos and stuff and their podcasts as well. He was exactly the same. So um, I actually tell, I told him we got our inspo Adzi and I off him and his brother. Uh, so yeah, that podcast is obviously flying over in the states. And uh, when we were able to chat briefly in the locker room, there it was pretty cool. So. Awesome to get over to Philly and um, thank that was all thanks to NFL Australia. So they hooked all that up and um, was awesome to take Tipper through there as well. And uh, we got shown around and, yeah, it was a great time. Oh, NFL Australia doing some great things. Great ties with the Philly Eagles and the LA Rams. Um, big shout out to them. Mate, what were you talking to him about? Give us a little bit of an insight. Come on, stop playing the straight bats. Me and, me and Ads want to see a big cover drive or a big 60. What were you kind of talking about? <laughs> if you can kind of give us some mail on what was going on because he's a special human. And it, it, as I said, we saw you hanging out for a while. So there would have been some good combos. Oh, some great combos. Obviously talking about Taylor, mate, what uh, that experience like when he's talking to her and um, – yeah, obviously Travis dating Taylor Swift, so why not talk to him about that? Tipper was all over it. She was loving it. All her family and that were were throwing it out there. And um, nah, it was good. It was pretty cool to just obviously chat to him about, like I said, podcast stuff. But then uh, him obviously asking about AFL and footy and whatnot. So trying to connect the two circles, and he might be coming out to Australia uh, in the next twelve months. So look out there. I was just about to say, did you sell him the dream? It sounds like he's already been sold. Yeah, I tried to. Um, but I think he'd already sort of thought of it. So that might be something that's in the works. That's great. I reckon post-career, he'd be one that Sportsman's Nights, you know, is, is very successful on the field, off the field. He does it his own way. He's, as he said with his podcast, says it how it is, very lovable. He'd be great to come out to Australia and tell some stories and he would immerse himself in our culture, I reckon. Yeah, he did a potty. He actually did a potty 
obviously him and Trav do theirs. And um, they had that, <clears throat> the Aussie boy, um, Jordan Mylita, I think yep. how you pronounce it. And he did like a Australian taste testing. So he had our, you know, Vegemite and, you know, then our candy. So we, our certain candy we have here is so stuff like um, a certain M&Ms we have here that they don't have. He was trying. Tim Tams is another one. Yep, Barbecue Tam. Shapes. He was trying all this stuff and he was blown away. And he was saying to Jordan that um, this is probably better than American candy. I need to come out to Australia. So, mate, who knows? Good yeah, see you, They love the Tim Tams. They've never heard of them before. Love the Tim Tams but hate the Vegemite. Hey, the Vegemite, <laughs> I believe people just sell them a lemon. Who, no, one goes in the, no one goes in the cupboard, grabs a jar of Vegemite, puts <laughs> their finger in it, <laughs> no. looks like you've, you know, I won't say what it looks like, and then eats it. No one does that. You put it on a little, you put it on a cracker, you put it on some bread, yeah. you put it. Shit load of butter in him with it. So it, I was about to say the ratio, the ratio is about ninety-five percent butter. Mate, they, 5% make, they make us look like just pigs. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't eat that shit raw. No, no. Anyway, it's 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 a good one because it's so everyone. I think I saw Jason Derulo maybe doing it. They put it on a little video I've when seen he that too, when yes. he started. I think as the um on the whatever that the voice or whatever <laughs> the voice. it was. So they just made him have a couple of things. Tim Tams, and and then they go try this with his eyes closed and <laughs> it's like oh, his face was like what is this? Even the smell of it would be horrendous yeah. without even knowing what it is. What about the Jets, mate? While we got you to an uh, American sport, you went there next and a few other places. I think you might have been courtside at a few N- NBA games. What else did you do? Uh, well, the number well, number one thing that I did was meet Steph Curry. That was courtside and oh, that's traded jerseys with him, and um, that was that was through NBA Australia. So um, NFL Australia, NBA Australia, both looked after me and got the opportunity to meet him. I had no idea who I was meeting. They just sort of followed me around on the night with the camera, and uh, I think that video is going to come out when I don't know when it's going to come out, but shortly. And um, yeah, that experience. So I rocked up not knowing what I was doing, just went down courtside and he was warming up. So straight away I was like, shit, I might actually meet Steph Curry here. And That's unbelievable. Went over to the corner and watched him do his trick shot pre-game and uh, he missed. But then he like came over and just dapped me up and um, we started chatting about footy and everything. He's like, I think, didn't didn't you go over there, Tommy, and uh, nah, with the Freo boys that time? I didn't do the tour, but I was with them on that trip. I kind of did the... Different route went to went to Miami and all that. Those boys did the NBA tour, but I know Lockie Neal's met them and Crozzy's met. Yeah. Did he remember those boys? Yeah, he did. He remembered the like kicking the footy with them and stuff like that. He was like, "Shit, that hurt my foot." That thing and uh, <laughs> things like that. It was funny. Like it was pretty cool to, that he remember. Obviously, that long ago. I think it might have been four or five years ago now. So um, that was another cool experience. Went to the Jets. Uh, got on the field pre-game. That contact's been there for quite a while. So. Um, yeah, shout out to Nick Trulson, who's at the uh, Melbourne United now. He actually hooked that up years ago. So I've just followed up with Jessica over there and at the New York Jets. So that was pretty cool. I took Tipper's family there on Christmas Eve and um, got to watch that game against the Commanders. So a few things in the works, mate. It was a it was a good trip, as you said, and um, was awesome to get over there at that time of year. Mate, let's not skip over the Steph Curry when you met him and then he hits the game winner at the end of the game and you saw one of the best games of the season that, like, how do you how do you sum that up? Because the social media was going wild just because of the shot, and everyone's like, "Hang on a second, Dunks has done a jersey swap pre-game. <laughs> done the jersey swap." I mean, it, it, like that, that game. Do you remember the last play? Oh yeah, mate. I was riding that game hard because pre-game he was like, "They're playing the Celtics." He was like, "Oh, you know, we may not win, but if we do, make sure you come down." So I was like praying that they were winning because. As soon as they won, I'd be straight down trying to get in the rooms and, and um, party with them. But uh, I tried to do that after the game and didn't get down there successfully. So um, <laughs> it was, was a pretty sick experience, though. 
Oh, mate, that's so good. We could talk about that all day and no doubt once they win, I'm sure everyone would have been down there. We know what the locker room looks like oh, when you get a win. But, uh, yeah, thanks for sharing that, mate. Well, boys, only sport. We normally dive into some things when you're a young fella uh, and, you know, going through the ranks. You guys have told a lot of stories. You've obviously got your own podcast. We really – we've done podcasts together. So we'll just shape this one a little bit differently uh, and we'll just start off with – I want to talk to you about just a quick one. When you're playing, I'll start with you, Ads. When you're a kid, sports, just what were the ones that you were playing and what were the ones you were really good at if, if footy wasn't around? Um, <clears throat> oh, I think two sports stick out for me. Um, and it wasn't basketball or NFL, which if, I wish it was because I love those <laughs> two sports. But cricket was probably the, the one go-to that I played. I'm not that good though, and I know Josh is laughing right now. Um, <laughs> I'm okay. Where'd you come in when you bat and bowled? No, I was actually, as a kid, I was the best player on the team. Yeah. I was just naturally good. But then as I got a little bit quicker, when about, the, about <laughs> under 15, there was this one bloke, was lightning. I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not batting with that. <laughs> Anytime he bowls, get me out of the nets. So um, that's where I gave cricket up. I think that was the one. But the one thing I was really good at, um, I just never committed to it, was athletics. So um, obviously the track side, so the, the hurdles and the 400, that was my two, my two strengths. So I ran at the, uh, the state hurdles, um, a couple of times actually out at Amy Park when it used to be, um, a little last track there race against Dylan Shield actually, when he was a youngster, um, coming through and, and then I ran at state cross country as well. So that was kind of my, like that probably would have been what I probably would have been best at. So the Olympics this year could have been competed at the Olympics 2024. Oh, you're quick, mate. You've seen your move. You're very quick. That's great. Yeah, no good with it. I'd love to play backyard cricket against you now. Oh, <laughs> Not mate. that I bowled heat. I bowled medium muck. But <laughs> yeah, no, mate. I was just <laughs> scared of anyone bowling quick at me. <laughs> That's great. What about you, Dunks? If footy wasn't around, what other sports were you playing as a young fella and you went all right at? Oh, I played a few like Adzi. Um, cricket was probably one of them. But I'll throw another one at you. Badminton. I was uh, yeah. number two. I was number two in Victoria at badminton, mate. <laughs> number two. I know. That's unbelievable. How do you even get involved in that stuff? Who took you down there? <laughs> it was actually my mum's parents that got me into it or got us into it. And then uh, one thing went to another and I made the academy, the Gippsland Academy, and then sure enough, played in a couple of tournaments. My first actual tournament, I beat the number two seed. So I took over him straight away. There you and go. Uh, he was he was filthy, mate. Absolutely filthy. Oh, he would be. Just the uh, free agent off the streets. Do you Did that like translate into tennis and table tennis? By any, like, are you a gun at those sports as well? Oh, I'm not a gun at them, but I'm, yeah, I'm all right at the racket sports. Not too bad. Yeah, love it. Love, oh, that's, but wasn't, oh, it reminded me of a story of, um, you know, my mate, well, Joey Danaher's brother, Ned, he used to be my ruckman when I was at Colter Cannons and he was, uh, he was the best in the whole of Australia at fencing. No way. Yeah, yeah. He goes, I go, mate, why'd you give it up? And just like when you're talking to a ruckman that plays AFL with the last name, you know, you know, Danaher and progressing. And, he, and I go, why'd you give fencing up? He goes, man, I literally could not get any higher. I was the, just the most elite fencer in the world at the time. It was that boring. I was thinking, how do you get into fencing? Like it's, it's a, but that's an Olympian sport, you know, Olympic sports. So, compete at the Olympics. Um, so badminton and, Olymp- and, and the fencing are probably the two rarest yeah, I've heard. But, hey, we're, we're open to it all. It's great. Uh, there you go. What about us? What about – let's just – I want to know what you'd be doing if footy didn't work out. I love this question. Uh, referred Dion Prestia, you know. Fruit and wholesale down at Footscray with his old boy. Mm. It's a great – it gives um, – It's a hard one. I guess it's a great one to reflect on if footy wasn't there. Ads, I'll start with you. What do you think you'd be doing if footy didn't work out? Uh, maybe working down at the farm with, with Dunks. 
Nej, jeg vil videre. Dunks wouldn't be signed. No, it's, a hard, it's such a hard one because I even knew what I know. Like growing up, all you wanted to do was play footy. So um, it's a very, very hard question. But I think going through what, what I've experienced now and knowing, I guess, kind of the person that I have become and am still growing, um, probably something in the mentoring side, maybe the personal development side of of not even just athletes, just like people in general. I think – i have a good um, way of caring and showing empathy for people. And I think somewhere in that field, mm-hmm. um, as a young kid, I had a great dream of wanting to be a WWE wrestler. So um, <laughs> that definitely wasn't going to come to fruition, although I've got some uh, old school wrestling belts at home that I still carry around. They're, they're like uh, mementos for me. I have them at home. So the old school hard, hard school, uh, hardcore title and the world heavyweight title. And my my mom, my brothers and, and sister would be would, – if they were here right now, they said Adam was adamant that he was going to be a, a WWE wrestler because that was something that I lived and breathed. But that was never going to come to fruition. So – um, to answer your question, I think something in the mentoring side. Yeah, love it. I can, I can only imagine you wrestling. Hey, Logan Paul's done it. Anyone can do it. Although he's a beast. What about you, Dunks? What do you think you'd be doing? Sounds like farming would be a dollar oh one. It would be. Yeah, I'd be sweeping the sheds for sure, mate. Back at uh, back in Yarram. Um, the old man's got, yeah, obviously the farm, a couple of businesses back there that mum and dad run together. So I'd be doing something with them there, probably a panel beater or something like that. But if I was stripping it right back and everything that I haven't learnt, you know, since obviously being drafted, I'd definitely be doing some kind of farm work or playing badminton for Australia. <laughs> That's great. Well, mate, if you get to the Olympics, any way you can get there, it'd be unbelievable. Um, that's that's uh, that's badminton's got me going. I was just thinking, is there a guy that you grew up with that you looked up to? And I love giving shout outs to these guys. We had Hibbo mention someone. Is there a guy? Now, you don't have to still look up to him now, but you're still connected. But you know when you're a young fella and, you know, you just want to be that person? I think Maisie spoke about a guy that he knew that had the premium mute up there in Darwin and <laughs> did, I think he was a sparky and he just thought he's, he just thought this guy was the king. Is there is there anyone when you guys are young that you still remember going, I want to be like that bloke? Um, and what was he doing? I'll start with you, Ads. Oh, mine was always related to to footy. So, yeah, there's a, there was a few that stood out. The one that probably sticks out the most to me is – a guy named George Angelopoulos. Um, Who, George? <laughs> George Angelopoulos. So, yeah, he played a few years above me and um, his family, a big Angelopoulos family. They, there was Nick, Jake, um, yeah, quite big family. They're all part of the footy club. And, yeah, George was, you know, he, he's, uh, he'd be the first to admit to say that he had, he had um, you know, a great big heart, but he wasn't big. So he's probably about the size of – how big is he? I'd say he's about Caleb Daniels' height. Oh, right. Yeah, so he was really small, but he's built, and he was a great footballer. And, like, I've never told him this but because he's three or four years older than me, but, you know, we're still friends now, and he still plays local footy, but he was someone that I admired from afar because it's just how good he was at junior footy. And, um, yeah, it's 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 a good question because it makes yeah. you think. It makes you really think back when you were young. Like, I had guys like Shane Savage who was a bit older than me who I, who I admired, um, Tom Scully as well I, I admired from afar, but the one that sticks out – Big Georgie Angelopoulos. I love it. Big Georgie. <laughs> shout out, brother. And he's a little like weapon. Oh, mate. He's a genuine weapon. That's Absolute right. weapon. Yeah. Built built like a brick shit house. And um, what does Georgie do with himself now? Oh, I actually don't know. I, I know he plays footy. We'll find out. We'll have to find out. I'll message him on socials and That's see what he great. says. What about you, Dunks? Who's someone like George that you looked up to when you were a country boy and just loved their lifestyle and wanted to follow in their footsteps? No, I'd be similar to add someone to do with footy at uh, Sale Footy Club where I played most of my footy those days. Um, Kane Martin, 
stands out. He was a he was just one of those gun mids that you just looked up to as a as a young kid. Um, another one actually that's kind of funny is Ryan Pendlebury. So obviously the Pendlebury's from Sale, and uh, Ryan was a bit older than me. And he was playing VFL footy at the time, and I uh, coming back and playing some Sale footy. So he was another one that uh, stood out. I think I played against Ryan. Is he Gippsland yeah, he boy? Did. Yeah, we both did. Yeah. No, there you go. Um, that's great. Just the the shout outs are the best. It's it uh, I, I, it's something that was, you know as this only sport podcast has evolved. I just really like that one. Giving a bloke who could be listening or could not be listening, and go, mate, you just got a shout out from the boys. They looked up to you. Like, oh, I reckon it's has brilliant. anyone ever asked you what yours is? Nah, oh, I haven't. As the host, you got to give me some time. There's a few out there. Mate. There's a few out there. The Riddle, it's obviously the Riddles Creek uh, community. Actually, I'll give one out to. There's a bloke called Wadsy. We're good mates. He's much older than me, but Wadsy was the man. He was. Yeah, well, I was only a little fella, and uh, he used to be the best footballer, cricket bowled, 145. I'm really good mates him. Now his son's probably like 20. I think Jacko's about 20-odd. But when I was a young fella, you know, you're 14 – you just you go to the local footy. Well, you just be the – he's the one kicking all the goals. <laughs> he's the one bowling the nets where I'm just watching him bowl. I'm not going in there. Oh, oh I couldn't be lost. No, yeah, exactly right, mate. So, Wadsy, I'll give him a shout out. He's a great man Wadsy. in the local uh, a local king down there at Riddles Creek. But there's there's always a few people that you remember just going down and, mm. and watching um, when you're very young. And he was probably one that was at the top of his game when I was there. Let's just talk about um, – I want to get into now, you know, playing footy. What, what – how do you handle pressure? That everyone handles it differently. Yeah. Just I'll start with you, Ads. How do you handle it? How do you block it out? Is there anything in particular you can pass on um, to everyone that's out there? Is it you know ever, you've obviously played a lot of finals and high pressure stakes? Yeah, well I think oh it's a, it's a good question. We get asked this quite a bit from um, young aspiring uh, athletes. Uh, I feel like not changing like what you do throughout the season. So. <clears throat> generally the pressure you're probably more talking about come the latter end of the season. You're going to have pressure out the year, but more the latter end of the season, uh, playing finals, whatever it may be. I feel like not changing too much and still going about it the way that you go about it, not, um, you know, playing in a big final in Melbourne, say on the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, leading into the game, you know there's going to be a lot of external pressure talking about it. It's going to – Harold Sun's going to be talking about the age, all the footy channels, everything's going to be talking about it. And being able to not buy into that and accept that that's going to be, I guess, a part of the game and just being able to do things, what you've done in your own way throughout the year. And that's probably been the biggest thing for me. From an individual point of view, I think for me, it's quite simple. We <laughs> stay off social media. Yeah. That's, distractions. That has been the biggest thing for me. So yeah, there you go. Distractions. Distractions in general. And in this day and age, the reality is of young footballers coming in and all our young guys know now, they go through the AFL, um, you know, the schooling that they have at the start of the year, they talk about, you got to understand nowadays, the external pressure from fans and everyone on social media is next level. And it really is. And if you're playing for Collingwood or Carlton and Richmond, these big clubs, you're going to cop it regardless, whether you're playing well or not, you're just going to cop it. And being able to, um, for me, to be able to get over the fact that I don't need to please everyone, and that's taken me a long time because I'm a person who People wants to please yeah, everyone. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly I want right. to, I want everyone to like me. I want you know people to respect me. But the the reality is that's not going to be the case. People are going to hate me purely because I've put on the red, white, and blue, or I've put on the black and white, and and you know just being the player that I am. So being able to accept that they're not going to, um, you know, necessarily like me is okay with me. It's mm. okay with me. 
So, yeah, they're probably the main things. That's great. It's good advice to young, especially the young ones. That, I reckon the ones that are just starting their career. I mean, I look back when I was – I don't want to talk about myself, but it's just you, – you think – you probably worry about that stuff too much you and do. it does distract you, do. you and – yeah, you know, I remember even me and Crosby, we'd be worried, well, geez, I've got to get a haircut for the game. <laughs> By the end of it, I'm going, I just want to get a kick. I couldn't give a fuck how I look, you know what I mean? When you're young, you're thinking, how's the hair looking? How's that photo looking? I'm for pre-game, hey, mate, get a photo of this. <laughs> There's so many distractions. You're going, fuck, hair good's the crowd. This is unreal. <laughs> yeah. And then when you get older, you just, I guess when it's a bit of experience, it's just like, oh, that's not yeah. that important And being anymore. able to keep your, as I said, like narrow-minded focus on what the goal is yeah. for you individually and for what your team yeah. wants to succeed. No, you're right. The distractions are – and social, as you said, social media, notifications off would be another oh, one. Absolutely. What about you, um, Dunks, outside of that? Any advice on how you handle pressure and how you can help people that uh, are struggling with pressure? Yeah, I completely agree with ads with everything you just said. Um, one thing for me is to have that – you know, it's not arrogance, but it's self-confidence. You've got to have that. I feel, feel as an AFL player, like you've got to do the work and know you've done the work to then be able to go out there and perform in the hottest of situations. Like I think that's really big for me and um, something that I've learned across the journey. And there's been times where you don't have self-confidence and you go out there and you shit yourself with a kick or a handball or, you know, whatever you're doing in a certain situation. So been there. Uh, <laughs> I know you yeah. have. But, um, yeah, that's probably my number one thing. I think uh, if I was to pass anything on to the younger generation and aspiring athletes, it'd be that. Okay, let's break that back. Like the you know, over here, I've just had, a, I've just been sprayed by the coach. Next week, dropped in again. Sub dropped. Missed a couple of kicks at training. Confidence is shattered. Dunks. How yeah. do I get me self confidence back? I want to strip another layer back and tell me how you think I'd get it back. Well, I'm only speaking from my experience, but I got dropped as well when I was my first year, and all I thought about was just playing consistent footy in the VFL. And you get that confidence up. Then you're right, all right, now the next step is to play well at AFL level and, you know, you get picked and then you get that opportunity and you want to be ready to go. So for me, it's still in the work behind the scenes, the shit that no one sees, you know, um, in the cage or on the green floor or whatever anyone says. So they're the things for me that instead of worrying about the looks and the photos pre-game, mate, just get to work in the yep. in those areas and um, be ready to go. Get out of the barber's voice and back into the. Sh- well, back into the- <laughs> well, yeah, you, you, actually, that's a that's just a man that's just rolling his sleeves up and big shout to Daniel Patrick as well, doing some great things uh, based there in LA. But uh, yeah, that's there you go. That's blue collar if I've seen it. Um, now, nah, great advice, mate. Great advice. Action built confidence is kind of what I heard, and and blocking yep. out the distractions for the young ones. So to, I love the question. Everyone's got different advice. Um, and, you know, you boys have played in a lot of high-pressure moments. So let's go to – before we get to our pilot halftime segment, boys, where we'll talk about our biggest flops we've ever had on the footy field, our most embarrassing moments brought to you by our friends and our major sponsor, Pilot. Let's finish off here with our most memorable moments on the footy field, just one. What's one moment that when I say memorable, it just comes to mind straight away, maybe a passage of play, maybe something you've done, something in the industry. I don't know, but one memorable moment adds – Oh my god, I've got a lot. Um, I say the thing that makes me the proudest, like the genuine proudest, is running out with Georgie for my two hundredth. Bang! Yeah, special. I heard you speak about this before. Yeah, seen the photos. That is elite. Yep. When's your two fiftieth? Well, knock on wood. Hopefully, I don't get injured. But it's nineteen games into the season, so beautiful. It'll be round nineteen or twenty actually, because yep. I think we're gonna buy. So yeah, hopefully. That's great. That's amazing. It's not far away. Well, well said. What about you, Dunks? Oh, I might have been a 16 flag for sure with the doggies. Um, 
that was obviously a, a major thing that occurred in 2016 that was awesome and obviously being a young player too at the time I was just didn't know what was going on but to celebrate a grand final with those that group of boys was incredible and if I'm talking about moments as well I'll, I'll mention every pre-game ads and I used to shake hands I used to look forward to that and uh when we played together and it's something that I miss now so that's another moment for me gave, each, gave each other a big hug as well so nah, you boys the bromance I don't know how you're going you know even it's got to separate you guys and do these online <laughs> otherwise you know how it'll go um no back to that uh, that moment though on on Granny Day, what's the one moment though from that day? Like, is there a moment you know you remember? Um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but no, nah, I remember. You know when the security guards walk around the field five minutes to go. Yeah, like as a as a kid, you'd be there was a it was a count up clock, so you couldn't actually know how long was left when you're watching on TV. Um, so I used to always look at the security guards walking around the fence, mm. and then on Grand Final Day in sixteen, I saw the security guards walking around. I'm like, shit, there's not long to go here and we're up by 23, four points or whatever it was. I'm like, we got it. That is so good. Knowing that you got it is no, must be the best feeling in the world. Oh, it was just insane, mate. Like I said, probably um, took a little bit of it for granted that being in such a young player, but um, yeah, it was an incredible moment and something that I'll treasure forever. That's, I've never thought about the security coming out as a five-minute warning and especially you know, when you're playing, but that's a, that's, that's a great one. They probably still do that. That's a good one for anyone that's at the game to just – I mean, everyone's got phones now. I'm probably looking at the the, the countdown mm. clock, but it's a good one if you're just present. Mm. A bit like David Beckham when Messi played. I think he was the only one without the phone out, just being present, watching the moment. Yep. So, uh, now, well said. Before I go to halftime, actually, got one more. We've got a question from our Aces community. By the way, everyone listening, tuning in, can't thank you enough. Um, we've got new shows coming. We've obviously ads and dunks. The boys will be getting their podcast up and running soon. Um, we've got so much coming your way this year and we can't thank you all enough for your support, your questions. And one of the questions we had that was, uh, from one of you I can't remember who it was exactly as I haven't got it written down here, but you know who you are was what motivates you boys? What, what actually, when you get out of bed in the morning, it ain't easy going to training when you've had a big session, you're backing it up week in, week out, day in, day out. There's always adversity. There's some things you face. People don't know off the field. There's so much you go through. It's well documented, both of your um, lifestyles and careers, so your own podcast. But if you just go, what drives you personally and what motivates you, Ads? What is it? Why do you do what you do? Well, <clears throat> it's funny because I've got this written down in a book that I'm doing at the moment. So it's a resilience book where nice. I'm writing down some stuff. And I actually answered this question myself the other day. So there's three things for me. Um, number one thing is clearly my family. So that motivates me. Um, being able to represent myself, the Trelaw name and, and leaving a, hopefully a legacy for that name and for generations, um, from now, uh, the, the want to want to win a premiership. Clearly I'm, I'm 30 turning 31. So, um, the reason why I play is, is just to win. I just want to win. Um, and the third one is I still have this, when I am, when I do think of those challenging times where I'm, I'm beating myself up in my head and. I'm really battling. There's still an inner belief that I know that I'm good enough to still play at the level and not just play at the level, but be an elite player at the level. And it'd be a damn shame if I weren't going out there and trying to commit to be that and do that. So every minute that I get going forward, whether it's training, um, walkthroughs, a meeting, whatever it is, trying to be present, a uh, present and give my absolute all. And yeah, they're the three things. That's well, mate, well said. And that's awesome advice for people out there that haven't done the exercise. Um, yeah, well said. What about you, Dunks? 
I as he took the words out of my mouth pretty much. Um, my number one thing's family, mate. Obviously, growing up in a small community town in Yarram, um, two and a half hours away from Melbourne, mum and dad put in shitloads of hours in the car trying to get you know myself, my brother and sister all to different sporting events and um, for our success today, like it's they sacrifice a lot. So I just want to do them proud and obviously everyone else that's connected to me now, it's it's what gets me out of bed, you know, like you said before. So, um, yeah, obviously that, that element to the success and stuff that you get along the journey um, is incredible, but I just want to make my family proud. That's the main thing. I love it, lads. Love it. Just fire me up right now. I tell you what, it's a, it's a great question. As I said, it, is, it was one it that is. we didn't have and – it was a it was a fantastic question. It was the one that I stole. Um, I thought I'd throw it straight into the run sheet, and I've probably missed it a couple. You know, I think it was one of the first times we've asked it. But uh, well answered, well answered. I no doubt think most people will probably say the same thing. Mm. But it's just great to to hear everyone say it and break it down in their own ways. Um, look, at, lads, great start, great start. It's half time, and uh, we love half time. I tell you what, we don't love though. You know, when you when you're a young fella, or even now, uh, you, you, you know, it'd be different for you guys. But when you were younger, I'm sure you remember like when you just didn't want to go to school, and then you're like, oh, but I'm feeling <laughs> yep. real crook, yep. and then your mum's like, oh, your dad's, you know, got to go to the doctors. Well, Do the you remember line, that? The lines, mate, just horrendous. Oh, Lining up and mate. waiting there, and then even just sitting down, and they've got the daytime television oh, on. Like, I'm <laughs> sick as a dog. <laughs> I've got to sit watch. in this. There's like all these sick people around. Like, <laughs> To work. Mate, pilot, you don't have to worry about that with our friends at Pilot. Online, grab your phone, you just go pilot.com.au, you, you get on there and it's all, it's just completely confidential. You get a specialist, you can let them know what you're feeling, what you need, what you're not feeling. If you know you can't play to the final whistle, you, you, you give Pilot a call, they'll sort you out, they'll send you a little delivery your way, you know what I mean? So, speaking of flops, we're going to get right into our favorite segment, boys, our unforgettable flops. Uh, a moment where you will recount an embarrassing moment where you flopped on the footy field. Uh, maybe in life as well. We've had a few of them. Uh, Ads, what is your pilot flop? Um, my pilot flop, uh, yeah, it stands out um, very vividly. Uh, it was, I think, round nine. This is how I remember it because it was. I remember the round. Round nine, night game, Dunks wasn't playing. It was when I was at the Bulldogs, 2021. Dunks had hurt his shoulder, but he'd come over. Um, and it was a big game for us. We um, we ended up winning the game, so it's good. But um, it was a big game for us. We're playing against a red-hot Port Adelaide who, you know, ended up – we played them in the prelim that year. So they were a very good side over there, very hard to beat. Um, we were up by 20 in the last. We, we'd, we'd kind of dominated early. They'd come back. Then we'd dominate again. Then they'd come back. Then we started to put on another lead. So 20 up, 14 minutes to go. You know, we got to do everything right. Um I don't remember the passage of play leading up to it, but all I remember is sliding back into our D50 as a midfielder and essentially standing in the goal square by myself. So I've slid back. I'm kind of playing as the goalkeeper. And I just see up the field, like ball's probably only 30 metres up the field. Port Adelaide a handball and the ball around. I think Carl Amon's involved, gets it to Robbie Gray. Robbie Gray kind of falls over and like snaps the ball. And he's 30 metres out. He hasn't kicked it well at all. As the ball's in the air, I have to make a decision to whether to whether to try and take the mark on the full or just let it bounce and try and catch it on the on the bounce. So I haven't committed to either. The ball's come – so I'm standing in the goal square. The ball's dropped probably the top of the goal square. I've done this little jump up. The ball's full-on nutmeg me 
Straight for a goal. <laughs> Kick the goal. Oh, in the goal brought square. on the momentum. <laughs> I've turned around. Bailey Williams is there and he's just shaking his head. And the goal umpire's gone to me. Did you touch it? I was like, no, nah, mate, I didn't touch it. <laughs> head down, walk back to the centre bounce. Actually, I was playing mid. I walked straight to the forward line. I was like, no, nah, I'm not playing centre bounce. Didn't touch it after that. because did that nearly get close? Like, was it nearly? Yeah, so I brought him to 14 and then they kicked another goal. So I'm thinking in my head, no, I haven't touched the ball. And I've just caught this Goal, that's just horrendous. So thank God we Clean ended up bold. winning. Clean bold, mate. Genuine nutmeg me. I reckon the commentator, whoever was commentating, actually said it. So, um, yeah, that's my embarrassing, bro. That's my flop. That is great. In the goal square, that, you just In don't want to be square. near that goal <laughs> no. square. Anyone plays fullback, well done, because you can't really win <laughs> oh, down there, no. can you? Oh. oh, that's a great pilot flop. Another new, unique one. I love it. Can't wait to see what Brado clips up with that. Dunks, what's your pilot unforgettable flop? Oh, mine's going back to my first year. Um, as you'll know, the kicks that I'm about to talk about. But, you know, those little side kicks, you know, when you try and, like, kick them off the side of your boot and you try and hit a little 45 or whatever. Yeah. Luke Delhouse and I used to do it all the time and um, practice it at training. The coaches were like, do never, like, do not ever pull this out in a game because, you know, it'll be shit. Anyway, so I get it on the halfback flank and I'm, like, looking around. I'm going to switch it. And then I see Dell in the – I think it's Dell in the 45. And I'm like, shit, this is like the opportunity to like pull it off and be able to talk about it during the week. And my first year, remember, like it's round 20 or whatever it was against the Bombers. Um, go to pull it off, direct turnover, goal. First spray from Bevo on the bench ever and probably my last, to be honest. It was uh, get off straight on the phone. Who the do you think you are? What are you doing? <laughs> Here I am trying to keep me spot in the team and bloody play a final series and I'm about to get dropped. But luckily he uh, saw past it and I ended up playing the rest of the year, so I was lucky. That is fantastic. And the fact that it was Dale calling for it, it's like your eyes would have lit up. Oh, that's great. You know the kick? It's the Dustin Martin does it all the time. The outside of the foot, yeah. yeah. so he's running that yeah. way and he wants to kick it that way. Instead of mm. using his left, he kicks it on the outside yeah. of his right. Comp- and the defenders are going, no idea. <laughs> no if you pull it off, the, the zone's gone. You're breaking that zone. Well, no one pulls it off. Yeah. So imagine Josh Dunkley oh, in his first year. I can't wait to see. Did you, did you mongrel it? Was it a complete yeah, mongrel? Oh, yeah, mongrel. Uh, straight to them. <laughs> Turnover goal. Oh, I can't wait to see it. We've all done I remember, it. I remember, I remember sprinting back to the goal square trying to like pretend that I'd put in a massive effort to, to, to get it back and it just went straight over. That's oh, one thing with AFL. Once you make a mistake, yeah, it's gone hard. and you can't even like <laughs> – maybe in local footy you might be able to run back and do something, just clean it clean it up. It's gone. It's like bang, bang, and you've got to go back to your spot and watch it on the big screen. <laughs> oh, oh they're very good. Well, there you go. Everyone's had a flop, an unforgettable flop. They're our pilot flops. Like we said – um, struggling to get it up, you know, want to play to the final whistle, head to pilot.com.au, lads. Check it out. If you've got anything you need, just call them up. It's all confidential. You'll get a specialist. Uh, they'll look after you. We've also got Aces 20 for a first-time use. So if you want a discount code, get on there, uh, look after yourself. And, uh, yeah, big shout-out to Pilot. They help, it's, 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 it's great what they're doing. A lot of people do struggle to get up and go to the doctors. I know we're having a laugh and we're kids, but, um, yeah, it, it, it does save you a lot of time. So, Head online at Pilot if you need them. Um, and if you don't, well, happy days. Uh, but yeah, you're up and about. But if you do need to play to the final whistle, pilot.com.au is for you. Boys, that's half time out the way. Great moments there. Can't wait to see them clipped up. Let's go to off the field now. Sports you love the most. Ads, what's your most what, what do you love the most about um, other sports outside of AFL? What are your one and two, three? What's your what, what and why? Oh, my one and two, easily the NBA and the NFL. Which one's <coughs> one? Oh, mate, it's like Saying, I've got two dogs. Who's my favourite dog? Well, there might be one dog that's, you know, <laughs> shitting around the house. The other one's, well, behaved. you might say the left one. 
Hell yeah. Well, um, I would say, oh, I would say the NFL. I'd say what do I generally what I love and makes me feel like just love watching it. The NFL. I could sit there and watch a bad NFL game versus a bad NBA game. So probably say the NFL. What do I love about it is, well, I love that we do fantasy and there's it's fun. But from like a sporting um, athletic point of view, that's probably the side, just the, the side of it that I love, how um, much these guys are freaks of nature and the things that they do is just incredible. So I love watching in the off season, which we're about to see soon because obviously the season's almost over, the amount of videos they put up of the work that they do and seeing stuff like Tyreek Hill, when he does his footwork and gets in and out of the um, the cones that he does, it's just like... When you, if you're not watching it, you won't see his feet because that's just how quick he goes. And it's just like, mate, imagine trying to stop this dude. Like, mm. it'd be unbelievable. So, um, yeah, I think from that side, being able to watch that side of it and and the, and um, imagining if we were there and putting ourselves in their position, how bad we would look and then putting them in our position as AFL players and, you know, what they could bring. So I think, yeah, I think the NFL. But I do love the NBA as well. Yeah, love it. Well said. Dunks, what about you, mate? No, nah, I'm probably exactly the same, mate. Love my American sports. NFL is probably number one for me purely because of the fantasy. I uh, love the weekly competitions that we get into. And, um, yeah, and then like Ad said, I think what the best thing they do over there is that hard knocks. Like the hard knock stuff is mm, unbelievable. Absolutely. You can get an insight into, you know, I wish we did that as AFL teams. I know there's been a couple of little um, things like docos and stuff done over the years, but I wish there was like a team one where you just follow the team all year and it'd be just get that inside information. I think that would sell the game to a lot more people, not only in Australia, but worldwide. So, um, yeah, because not many people over there know what we do here. Yeah, well, it's well, well said. One other thing on the NFL, I think, I genuinely think the hardest position in any sport, in any sport in the world is the quarterback position. Hmm. And the things that they have to know, and, you know, they've got to worry about Aaron Donald running them, trying to kill him going through their reads, knowing who to throw the ball to, what kind of routes they're running. Like that, that's, sh- oh, mate, I get anxiety just thinking about that. And it looks easy on television, yeah. obviously, with the angle we've got. But once yeah. you get the, I think Tua had a GoPro yeah, on training yeah. and they're all just so tall in front of them and uh, yeah, yeah, it's they're so intelligent mm. and they, that's why they get paid the big bucks. Mm. Um, but also there'll be nothing wrong with being on the O-line and protecting oh, someone and getting paid cool. the big bucks as yeah. well. Not, not many decisions to be made there <laughs> yeah. with the big boys. Uh, well said though, Dunks. I reckon you're right with the hard knocks. I've been promoting that for a while, having a camera crew and a team dedicated to a, to a, to a team throughout the season, a bit like what hard knocks are doing with the Dolphins. The only thing is, I don't think anyone's got a good record when they have the, mm. like the Jets mm. this year, horrendous. I don't know, Aaron, you know, Aaron went down, but then the Miami Dolphins, once hard knocks were around, they just went mm. south as well. They didn't really beat anyone plus 500. So it's a great concept, I think, for preseason and growing the game. And like you said, when someone goes, what do you do overseas? They don't understand it. They get into that big time. Like anyone has when you watch the cricket docos, the F1, yeah. they're all there. So I think that has to happen as well. Love that you mentioned it. Let's let's think about it. Uh, the most memorable moment you've had watching sport. Maybe it was a kid, maybe recently. Uh, Dunks, you might, be, you might be curry just recently. But what about you, Ad, starting off? Is there a moment that you remember that just shaped, you know, maybe just – your sporting career, just wanting to be like that mm. moment or oh, be that person. No, yeah, the person. I mean, it's hard because it's all, it's always going to be American sport moments. What I about mean, when you were younger though? Was there like were you at live at an event or maybe it was? AFL? Um, Do you remember a moment in time? I'll start right. So I remember Ricky Dyson kicking a goal and then Zaharakis's goal. I think I was fifteen, wanting to play AFL so bad, like being an Essendon fan, going, "This is why I'm going to 
keep belting out all these things that are behind the closed doors for that moment. You know, that's something I'll never forget. Yeah, well, in that case, definitely. I was at the 2009 um, grand final, so the Saints v Geelong, um, and it was the the toe poke from Matty Scarlett. And I remember because I was there for the um, – our Vic Country under-16 team actually just won – we might have been you guys, the Vic Metro boys in the mm. uh, gun. Well, I don't know. But. Nah, we didn't – nah, you, you, no, you, you, oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you smoked <laughs> us. That did. was in West Sydney though. Yeah, it was. But then yeah, we I, played, I, then I, we I definitely remember that. That was, a, that was one of the biggest smokings I've ever seen. That's why I was going, these country boys go right. <laughs> yeah, so we, we went to the granny and um, I remember – like watching that play unfold prior to it unfolding, if you know what I mean. Like you could see Matty Scarlett come off his man and um, this is when you're 16, 17, trying to learn, learn. You're still watching the game, but learn what what like they're doing away from the ball. And yeah, I've seen that unfold. And I actually thought Gary Ablett from the angle that I was watching was having a shot from about 70 and I thought it was going to go in, but it didn't. But I remember seeing that thinking, wow, that would just be incredible to be out there right now. So from that point of view, that's probably the one moment that sticks out being live at an event. Love it. Dunks, anything like that? Yeah, I was a diehard Swannies fan, mate. So when I was a kid, um, sitting at home watching them and the Leo Barry Mark, that was probably one for me that stood out. Uh, I used to love the Swans. Adam Goods, you know, Ryan O'Keefe, Jude Bolton, Leo Barry, Michael O'Loughlin, just all those guys. And, you know, lucky enough to meet a few of them being in the father-son sort of program with them. So uh, that was something that, you know, obviously winning grand finals, everyone's dream as a kid, not only at AFL level, but through the the country footy leagues as well. So that was something that I just admired from afar. And um, yeah, like you said, got me in the shed and, and working away. What about Davis? Was it Davis's last quarter? And that was it a prelim? Yeah, Nick Davis. Yeah, Davis, Nick Davis. Davis. Yeah. That, that's got to be up there, doesn't it? Absolutely. I was watching that one too. I should have mentioned that actually. That was the prelim final to get him into the granny. I'm fairly sure against Geelong. Yeah. The last 30 seconds of the game, he kicks a goal. I remember being in the lounge room at home in Yarra, mate. The lid would have lifted off the whole joint. The whole family was going nuts. Special. So good watching sport with a yeah. group. You know when you're watching on your – like there's moments sometimes you're on your own now and you watch something unreal and you turn straight to your phone so you can kind of share the moment with someone. Mm-hmm. When you're with your family or your friends and you share a moment like that, it's it's special. Um, righto, boys. The coolest athlete you've met in person – you would have met a few. I know Dunks is going to get it. Might have just, you know, just go crazy here. He's met about 15 the last month, but adds I'll start with you so no, Dunks can I'll, trump I'll you. I've got a good one. No, no, I reckon mine beats him. Oh, I love this. Dwayne Rock Johnson. Oh, that's big. That is big. That, I don't know if he can trump that. I think he's the big, one of the biggest names so in the game. I, um, so he's like, you talk about, like, I love this guy. He was like my WWE. idol. Oh, mate. NFL. So I, I had three guys. There was Michael Jordan, um, Kevin Durant, and... So this is throughout my life, not when I was at that age, but growing up, the early ones were Michael Jordan and The Rock. I loved The Rock, mate, and I still do. And um, yeah, when I was at the Giants, he was promoting his movie, The Hercules. And um, I remember, did you do this? Yeah. Did you film we him? We interviewed him. Yeah. Who were you with? Kenneth? I was with Adam Kennedy. I yeah. remember seeing this yeah. going, this is, I'd love to do oh, that. Because I think he's the coolest, one of the coolest guys oh, going around. I love him. And you interviewed him. him, you did a great job. So we interviewed him on the um, red carpet out in Sydney, the, I forgot where it was, but I remember he he knew so he knew about us he because there was a reaction that we reacted to finding out and he t- tweeted this is when Twitter was nuts he tweeted it um, yeah he was just the coolest thing ever he came over gave us a hug I've got like screen grabs of a video of me hugging him so I can show people that he gave me a hug he told me he loved me slapped me on the chest man I love you man like keep being you and oh mate it was just the most unbelievable moment ever and I'll never ever ever forget it. 
That is big. How dare I sell you short there thinking, you know, obviously Dunks just come off the trip and you're like, no, no, hang on a second. That's that's a joke by me. That He is he is massive. Yeah. And speaking of massive, I love what he does as well. He does so many cool, like, cool shit, I reckon, in the community. How big was he when well, he hugged you? Was he at his, his, was no, he... he's not the way he is now. Like he was still massive. So this was back in 2013. So 10 years ago, he's he yeah he wasn't as big as he was um, as he is now. I remember uh, one of my questions that I asked him because we only had like it was proper like his manager was saying you've only got like five questions and all this stuff and anyway one of the questions I asked we all had to come with it was you know how he does his rock cheat meals always puts them up on his socials I asked him I was like you legitimately don't eat all that do you and he's like giving me the look like he was about to rock bottom me. He's giving me this look like, how dare you like ask me that? Of course I eat all that food. And I was like, wow, that's this. no wonder you're so bloody big. So yeah, he wasn't as big, but mate, I remember the, I remember everything until the day I die. That is so good. Well done. Yeah, that, I remember, and, and Kenneth, <laughs> if you don't know, Ken, I think Kenneth is so funny. <laughs> I think funny. In, in those scenarios as well, he dominates. He's <laughs> yeah, got he a, he's, uh, he's, Gift he, of the gab, he's that very guy. quiet man, Kenneth, but very, as soon as the cameras are on, <laughs> yeah. see, sometimes it's the other way around. People can chat and you yeah. put the cameras on and they go, stun mullet. It's like, <laughs> Deer in the headlights and just yeah. freeze up. It's like, come on, mate, just be what you're doing, what you're doing before. Yeah. But yeah, Kenners is a bit of a different. He's he's, he's great. I yeah. can't wait to just see that again. Yeah, I haven't mate. seen that, but I do remember it. I remember yeah. watching that from when I was in Frio going, that is so cool. Unbelievable. Wish someone come to WA so we could do that. <laughs> no one ever come. What about you, Dunks? Who is the coolest athlete or person you've ever met? No, there's a lot of them. Obviously, the guys we've already touched on over the last trip over there, but one that I'll talk about is Antonio Brown. He was probably one of the most uh, different kind of people that I've ever met at that time of his life. You know, he was he was obviously a character, and we all know what he's going through now. He's a bit loose and whatnot, but um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Me, Hayden Crozier, and another mate, Cam Marshall, just got to go to his house in Fort Lauderdale. I think it was. Yeah, made made him breakfast, <laughs> then went and trained for him or with him, and tried to defend him on. You know, I just come off hand surgery, and I was just like, "What's going on here?" Anyway. Um, go back to his house, jump in the pool and cook him dinner and then leave. That's that crazy. I still had to laugh and cross about this and think he was just using you guys like his chef was sick and he goes, we'll get the Aussie boys in there. And you guys cooked Literally. up an absolute treat, I heard. Yeah, mate. He had all the grass-fed beef. He had, you know, all this stuff in the in the fridge that was just all pure meat, like all protein stuff for him. He's taking this colostrum and stuff you're not even allowed to have, but they don't get tested over there. So... <laughs> I see some of his work on Twitter and screenshot oh, it and send it to these two and go, your boy's at it again. Because <laughs> some of the stuff he puts out there is outrageous. Oh, funny. Yeah. It's a good experience though. Great experience. Um, love the word different. You're too polite. If you could be anyone in the world, boys, we're nearly we're shaping up here. Ace is listening. We've got about three or four to go. Um, if you could be anyone in the world just for a week, so you just go into their body for a week, you get to be them. You get to hang out with their friends. Um, who would it be? Ads. Oh. And I'll, in saying this while you're thinking, because I've put you on the spot, but there's been people that have actually wanted to be their idol's best mate so they can kind of hang out with their idol and have the best of both worlds. And then some are like, nah, I always want to be the man for a week. Oh, I think <clears> – <throat> see, this is where – I think NBA – so I love NFL more than the NBA, only a little, littlest amount – but I think the NBA players are bigger than the NFL players. So I'm, I'm thinking NBA. Oh, the stock answer would be LeBron James, but because Kevin Durant's my favorite and he was, um, you know, my one of my idols growing up, I'd say KD. Yeah, I'd love to see, like, what goes through his mind 
everyone talks about his burner accounts and, <laughs> you know, he's, you know, he likes to argue. With, yeah, I'd love to just see it. So he'd be my guy. Yeah, a week being K-Day would be fun. What about you, Dunks? I'll go away from sport, although I'd love to be one of those, you know, as Adzi said, LeBron or KD or whoever it might be. But I'm going to go Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Like a movie star. Like I'd love to just be like in his shoes for a week and just see what, you know, who comes across his desk and who he who chats to and what goes on in that kind of life. That's good. I like the change up. What, like a busy week where he's on set or maybe one where he's at home? Or where, where would you want to be if you were, if you were Chris Hemsworth? Oh, the end of a busy week and then maybe him chilling out for a few days wherever he goes. I just, yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, you'd be getting harassed big time. He's the man. He's the man. Another big boy. I'd love to see him and Dwayne Johnson in the cage. Oh. I reckon, like, because I reckon Hemsworth might be a bit taller. How, how tall was I the think Rock? No, I think they're about both six, <coughs> six four, Jeez, actually. Be some big, just big oh, yeah. boys. Right, a one week sporting trip. You're organizing it. Where are you going? Um, and, 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 you know, what's, what's taking place? You've got to organize a quick tour, Adzi's tour. What's oh, the one play, one event that oh, you. Oh, so it could be any event. Oh, any event, you get to pick no. one. Oh, the Super Bowl. Okay. 100%. And I can have any experience, right? So I can go the VIP on the field beforehand. Yep, just for yeah, the one I'm event. doing that. So I'm definitely, the old me would say game seven final, which would be unbelievable in the NBA. Uh, but you just never know what you're going to get where the Super Bowl, you got the halftime show. It's just going to oh. be unbelievable. So I would say the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. As you know, I'm going this year, Vegas. Um, right. I just I'm when jealous. you mention it, I get I just get a bit telly. I, oh, because it doesn't matter about you want the game to be good, but oh. you just know it's going to be regardless of the game. Well, it's just going to be an unbelievable atmosphere. Yeah, and halftime show. Yeah. You just yeah, and being in Vegas, it's just yeah, it's a bit much actually. <laughs> it's, it's a bit much. I don't, think, I don't think I'll be able to do another event. Oh, no. I'll be going. This is rubbish. <laughs> this will be rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Dunks? No, nah, I'm the same. It'd be pretty cool to tuck in the back of uh, Benny Graham's back pocket when he gets over there for the Super Bowl. He always meets a few players and um, goes in the inner sanctum. That'd be pretty sick to go with him. Uh, another one, though, I'll change it up again. I'd love to just go to Wimbledon one day just to experience that with a group of boys. I think that would be pretty good fun. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be really good. Um, no one's mentioned that yet. There's so many events. That's why it's uh, yeah, it's a great question. Righto, who is the GOAT? You only get one. Don't don't beat around the bush. Who is the GOAT? Everyone's had different people from different codes. There's so many great people, you know, great athletes out there. Who is the greatest of all time ads? Michael Jordan. Why? Oh, I just think he revolutionized the game, probably more than anyone. Um, helped save the NBA. Uh, his record speaks for itself. Um, I know that his quality, sorry, his longevity. People question comparing to clearly LeBron James, but we're not we're not worrying about longevity. We're talking about them at their peak of their powers and at their absolute best and getting the job done. I think he's just the greatest. Love it, and very well answered. Um, very well answered, Dunks. Uh, NFL for me, Tom Brady. Hopefully, uh, about to meet the big fella in a week's time. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. I just think, yeah. His record speaks for itself. Even late in his career, he's gone to the Bucs, won a Super Bowl with the players around him. I think he's just one of the – yeah, he's the GOAT. Well said. Well done, boys. It's, uh, it's a great argument. There's been a few. Lunch with three. Um, who are you th- – <laughs> so I'm going to mix it up here just purely because of Ads' top three. These are the three. We're going to go with Kevin Durant. We're going to go with – Michael Jordan and Dwayne Johnson. You're I'd actually go- take KD out. Okay, there you go. You've um, hijacked me question. 
<laughs> All right, we'll go back to normal. These are the three we normally have. <laughs> David Beckham, Michael Jordan, and Tom Brady. You're going out for lunch. There's only three seats at the table. You're one of them. Yep. So one of those three misses out. Who are you looking in the eyes and saying, sorry, mate, just not today. There's only uh, there's only two spots for these boys. Um, You're going to have to miss out. And who, who is the one person that cannot sit at the table with you? Well, it's pretty easy for me. I was never a big soccer football fan growing up, so David Beckham. <laughs> there you go. Straight in. The, bang. Dunks. I'm the same. I'm not a real big soccer fan. The only not interested I in the stories, now. posh, the, the doco, the, the, the oh, scandals well, that yeah. maybe didn't come out, the, maybe the stories. Well, well no, that's what I was yeah. going to say. After after the recent doco, maybe I might invite him because he's, <laughs> he's the man again. He's the man. He's the man. Uh, well done. That's very good. Uh, boys, love it. This has been great. Only sport, different concept, very different to ads and dunks and our Tommy Talks chats where we talk about footy and what's going on. I've loved uh, diving into a few just random questions. But, you know, you always come on here, boys, and we give you a little, just a little something. And I know our team are working their ass off at the moment. We just got to restock. So rickseyewear.com.au, restock 20 frames, so 20 styles, 20 colors, all the hottest stuff. Finally, back in stock, boys. When you run out of stock in, in, in December, it's a good thing, but it's an absolute nightmare. Chinese New Year's around the corner. So we've just got our stock back, thank the Lord. But rickseyewear.com.au, use the discount code ACES and you will be looking like ads and dunks. Dunks, I told the team to express yours. Did yours rock up? I think they sent you an Orbit Mint. I yeah, hope mate, they did. I love Love my orbits. Here they are. I'll whack them on for you. Oh, look good. mate, they look unbelievable on the live stream. Um, they look great. Um, big shout out to the team. There you go. That's an express shipping. They must have used the discount code Aces. Uh, Soho Cherry for you, my friend. These are out of Thanks, stock mate. and back in stock now, so I can get them on the boys. Uh, hot commodity. Yeah, you look sharp with them. Um, like yeah, love them. I, I've never seen someone look poor in rigs, so I always true, say they look great. Regardless, but they always do. Now, the Cherry Sohos have been sold out. They've probably been one of our number one styles. So it's great to see you in there. Boys, Rick's on tour is the segment. You two cannot invite you. you so Dunks can't bring ads and ads can't bring Dunks just to make it uh, a little bit different. But you get to take someone, you get to take two people yep. um, <laughs> with you anywhere in the world with your Rick's. So Rick's on tour. Uh, and you get to go somewhere. Where are you going and uh, who are you taking? So that. So it's two us, so it's not a um, – so it's it's more of a lads weekend. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So maybe this is Super Bowl week. I don't okay. know. You just got to tell me the location yep. and who's going with you. And so you can't I, pick each other. Yeah, okay. So you can't – obviously Josh, but he's not getting chosen. Um, I'm choosing two of my other best mates, Casey Moores and Emilio Williams. And um, where are we going? Oh, yeah, we're going to the States somewhere. Probably – well, you said it could be a tour. So as you said, the Super Bowl – event slash tour, I'd probably take them there, yeah, for sure. A Vegas weekend would be unbelievable. Might see you there. There you go, yeah. Oh, mate, I'll be there. <laughs> you let me know. <laughs> You'd go, you wouldn't, would you, so Vegas, well, you wouldn't be wearing the Rixies that much because, you know, it's not, that, it's not that hot at the moment. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, well, if I'm going to change that up. Um, but, hey, hey, I've. But I'd still rock the Rixies. You'd rock the Ricks inside. Yeah. That's oh, what they exactly. do. Yeah, I would. I actually would, yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't change my mind. I'd go there. Now, as a man that has a sunglass company, and I love sunglasses, I do not know how they wear them inside. Yeah, and at, at courtside, watching a game, I just 
you can't even you, you can't see the <laughs> game as well. It's a bit darker. I'd rather just take them off and watch the <laughs> yes, game. But yeah. they all wear sunglasses inside. Oh, it's I love it and hats. Yeah, like, could you imagine? Like, yeah, this is the difference between Australia and America. But you just would never see someone wearing sunglasses nope. inside. You nope. rarely would. Oh well, it's just the way. It's just like wearing um, your 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 club apparel versus wearing <laughs> your, whatever kit you want to wear to a game. It's uh, it's very unique over there. Yeah, you're right. I think we should be doing casual. Well, well said, um, Dunks. Who are you taking on tour with you? Where are you going? Uh, I'm going to go a bit different again. Um, if I'm wearing the sunnies, I'm going on going on a fishing trip, and I'm going to take my old man and my, my younger brother Kaiser. Where's the fishing trip? What location? Oh, somewhere tropical. I want to catch a marlin one day, so that's probably something on the bucket list. So, yeah, it'll be somewhere up north for sure. Oh, that's brilliant. The fishing trip. The last one I went on, boys, I was uh, – Jesse Cameron had me on and off in 30. I was gone. <laughs> sea, sea legs I had, I was just no good. I don't think I'll be fishing anytime soon unless it's uh, flat. Uh, boys, very good. Looking sharp, Dunks. Give us another look with the uh, with the, of that fresh salad with the Rixies on. Have a look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, <laughs> the new so man. Good. That looks so good. I can't wait to see that nut just under the packs, just dishing it out to Lockie Neal. Um, very good, <laughs> boys. Well done. As I said, shout out to Ricks. Use the discount code ACES if you want to look like the boys. we got the uh, Orbit Mint on Dunks and we have the Soho Cherry on ads. Lads, great chat. Always a pleasure. Wishing you all the best this year. Can't wait to see your podcast in full flight. And, uh, yeah, thank you for coming on and making this so easy. And huge shout out to everyone that tunes into these podcasts. We love your support. Uh, we love your messages and, yeah, keep them coming. There's some really exciting things uh, coming this way. So thank you. That's it, guys. Anything else before we wrap up? No, mate, it's exciting. New year. Can't wait for the year ahead. It is. It is. It's a big year coming up. So uh, thanks, Dunks. Appreciate your time, mate. Get back to that 40-degree weather while we're just trying to get some sun down here in Melbourne. It's starving. <laughs> we can't even mate, wear I'm, the sunglasses I'm, at the moment. <laughs> we're, wearing, we're wearing hoodies. <laughs> I'm dripping sweaty, mate. I'm bloody... I need a shower. There you go. Nah, thanks, guys. Take care. Chat soon and uh, see you, everyone that's uh, tuned in. Thank you. One more time because I really mean it. I just want to say a massive thank you for all the support you continue to give us at the Oz American Aces. If you want to further support us, make sure you like and subscribe. Hit the follow button so you can keep up to date with all our exciting shows and announcements. Righto, now it's time to give our sponsors a massive plug. Struggling to make it to third base before striking out? Wood not driving like it used to? Let me guess, tackle's gone a little bit soft? No stress. If you're having issues in the bedroom, like erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation, Australia's favourite men's healthcare provider, Pilot, has all the clinical tools you need to get your game back on track. Thousands of Aussie men come to Pilot to get simple, discreet and clinical treatments online. Pilot has free shipping, auto-refills, and free follow-ups over text with practitioners. Get started today at pilot.com.au. And remember, play hard until the final whistle with Pilot. Aces, I know I always talk about the Rixies, but I've got to offer you the discount again in case you've forgotten or in case you're sleeping under a rock. We have a special discount code for everyone that listens to this podcast or watch the podcast. It's Aces. Head online to rickseyewear.com.au and use the discount code ACES and you'll get 20% off. That's right, 20% off, one-fifth at checkout and free express shipping. So head online, rickseyewear.com.au and check it out.